You're listening to Season 5 of the Girl Talk Podcast, engaging conversations about authentic faith. We want to say a special thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for sponsoring Season 5. We love you. Thank you so much. to the Girl Talk Podcast. Hello there. My name is Carol. Hey, I'm Trisha. And I'm Kelly. And today we are going to dive deep. Now, I'll just go ahead and issue a little bit of a warning. This mm-hmm. this, this one should probably come with a warning sticker. It should. Because if you yes. didn't know that Carol was 12 levels of crazy, she is. So I'm just going to start there. We're going to talk about mental health today. I think we all have a new appreciation for mental health having just come through a year of a pandemic. Yep. And the toll that it took on all of us and being isolated and unable to see people and unable to see family and unable to hug. Oh, my word. I like about what I think the shutdowns happened in March. Is that right? And then about March, the two days later, I was like, I just want to hug somebody. My teenager (laughs) got she was like, do I have to hug you again? You know, because I was I'm a hugger and I didn't deal well with that. So. Let's dive right in. We, I mean, studies show that, oh my word, anxiety's gone through the roof. Mm-hmm. Depression's gone through the roof. Even suicide, sadly, has gone through the roof mm-hmm. because people do not how to know how to deal with life this way. And so, first of all, I want to just issue a disclaimer. We're not professional counselors. We're not. We're just your friends, and we love doing life with you. But we want to give you some tools and some resources so that you can get the help you need. If you are suicidal, if you know anybody who's having suicidal thoughts, have them reach out to the hotline. Have them get the help that they need. we got focus on the family. We're going to put some resources for you in the notes so that you can get a hold of those places if you need them because we love you. And we want to see you mentally healthy. And that's why we're doing this this yeah. podcast today. Well, I read an article last week, I guess, mm-hmm. that was from the CDC talking about mental health. Mm-hmm. Did you know that over 50% of Americans have uh, struggles with mental health to a place where it's diagnosable? Was that, 50%. Was that before pandemic? That was before the pandemic. Oh, yes. wow. 50%? Yes. 50%. Wow. John Hopkins University says that 25% of people are dealing with a diagnosable mental health issue mm. at any given time. 25%, that 25% of the population. 25% of the population. That's children, adults, that's, all of us. That's one in four. That's a lot. So if yeah. it's not you, it's the person you're looking at. Yeah. That's, oh, wow. That's staggering. It is. It's a lot. You are yeah. not alone. So that's the, Absolutely. I guess that's the, the bottom line there is that if this is something you're struggling with, which is something I've struggled with, mm-hmm. it, you are not alone. There are people just like you who are dealing with exactly the same issues. And yeah. we have got to, got to, got to talk about this more often, yeah. especially Absolutely. within the church. Absolutely. We've got to talk so about it. So let's go there. Yes. <laughs> let's go there right off the bat. I will just say from my experience and this is more my fault than it is the church. So I, I take full responsibility for that. I, I First of all, let me say I love the church. I believe in the church. I love my church. I love the global church. Um, I, the church is Christ's bride. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want you to hear that we're coming down on the church because that is not uh, where we're coming from. I'm saying we need to be more aware. Yes. And we need to stop it with all this. I'm I'm fixing to get up on a soapbox. Do I can it. already Do feel it. it. We need to stop it with all the show up shiny on Sunday morning. Amen. Stop it. Amen. And I am the world's worst. And we- I'll just go ahead and admit that because when my life fell apart, and I did it with this ministry, I came to work probably the funniest time I was ever on the radio. Mm-hmm. My sense of humor was like, I guess it was, I was so sad that I, I experienced the full gamut of mm-hmm. emotions there, you know, 
And, and but I would go home and I would close the blinds and I it got dangerous. It mm. really got dangerous mm. for me because I I felt like that I had this responsibility and this mantle to carry to have everything together and for life to always work out. And it was not. And so I did not know how to um, adequately manage those two extremes. Mm. What I felt like people wanted and expected from me and what actually was. And it was through many. And I mean, I still um, to this day keep my counselor's name kind of on speed dial because there are still days that I struggle with that balance. And I think to an extent, not just because of what we do, but I think to an extent, everybody in the church kind of struggles with that because you have a way that you think you're perceived and you feel like you got to live up to that. And when you can't, that's the divide, the great divide there. Well, we think that when we come to Christ, when we start a personal relationship with him, that all of a sudden we're going to be mentally healthy. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's what happens. You you have all the tools you need. You have mm-hmm. Jesus. So why would you struggle with mental health issues? But we struggle with physical health issues. Mm-hmm. We don't come to Christ and all of a sudden we are physically perfect. Right. Yeah. We're not going to come to Christ and find out that we're mentally perfect either or even spiritually point. perfect. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I actually was not surprised by what you said earlier mm-hmm. about the a number of people mm-hmm. that are struggling in that way or diagnosed in that way. I I think about it like a continuum. It's like there's not like a line. If you if you are a little bit more anxious, you're going to be diagnosable. I think we're all somewhere yeah. on this continuum of struggling with our mental health. I don't think there's anybody who's not having to battle it. And here's the thing. I think we all find ways to adjust or cope with it because some people are very external I mean you can see them getting anxious you can Mm -hmm. see that you know we all probably know somebody like that you see them getting anxious for me I have high anxiety but I just don't show it it's Mm -hmm. all internal for me and I do this whole thing in my mind like you shouldn't be anxious but you're anxious and And so my mind just rolls and rolls and rolls and although Mm -hmm. you may not know it externally I'm very good at hiding that which I think is more dangerous (laughs) absolutely um but but I think we're we, we we cope with it in different ways so it the person that you think you're like, they don't struggle with mental illness. They may struggle worse than you That's do. That's very true. You know, absolutely. Yeah, I went out yeah. to dinner with a couple of girlfriends the other night, and all four of us, godly women, mm-hmm. all four of us have either dealt with significant mental uh, health issues or are currently dealing with significant mental health issues. Mm-hmm. And for us, the best thing we can do is talk about it. Mm. And say, hey, I struggle just like you struggle. I'm on medicine just like you're on medicine. Mm -hmm. And I see a counselor just like you see a counselor. And you are not alone. You are not alone. Yeah, so it's it's taking away the stigma of it is what you're talking about. And we've talked about that a little bit in the church, too, because people... Well-meaning people will say, you just need to pray a little harder Mm -hmm. or have a little more faith, and you're not going to have that issue. But um, you wouldn't say not that to me if I had a broken leg or or diabetes. Right. Right. Yeah. Like, well, you just pray a little bit more and that diabetes is going to clear right up. That's well, right. God may heal you, but more yes. likely he's given this the, the medicine to help you. And yeah. so but but talking about it is right. the first step to releasing the stigma. And if you haven't talked to somebody about it, start doing that, because I think once we start to be open with each other, like if I say to you, hey, I've struggled, I've struggled with depression, mm-hmm. then you may say to me. I have too. Mm-hmm. You have. I never knew. And you start. You start understanding. You are not the only one, and um, and you you can get through this. And then you support each other in the process. Right. But it starts with 
normalizing the conversation normalizing and taking Mm -hmm. that step having that faith enough to talk about it i don't remember who said it but my perspective on it changed um, a couple of years ago when I had somebody say, if if you're worried about what other people think of you, you're still trying to be their savior. Ooh. And I said, well, you can stop that right now. I'm just thoroughly offended at you. Yeah. But but it is true for me. And, and that that's. I mean, that's pride. And that's, you know, we, I can't save anybody. I know that. But I have a perception that I need to be something for somebody. And when I do that. I totally make an idol of my personality. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And and I I feel the weight of that and I feel yeah. You know, so many different emotions when it comes to that, but it is true. It's a form of of idolatry that I'm trying to set myself up as somebody I'm not um when when Christ is supposed to be who you're looking to, not me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and I think we all struggle with insecurity also absolutely. when it comes to that. And so mm-hmm. we're thinking we're worried constantly about what other people are thinking about us and we then think they're thinking negative thoughts Mm -hmm. and then we put those negative thoughts on replay in our heads and then those negative thoughts become our made-up truth Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we're we have not taken every thought captive we have um, let the enemy come into our brains and start telling us lies Mm -hmm. and things that are not true about ourselves. The battleground is the mind. It is the mind. And if we think about it like that, we have to put on our armor and we have to get ready to fight and we have to have enough ammunition and we can't just go into it. You wouldn't go into a battle without having... With a water pistol. Yeah. Yeah. Without having some preparation and thought through it. And and I think every day we wait, we sort of wake up and, well, what's the thought that's going to pop into my mind today? And that's going to set me on whatever path I'm in today instead of thinking about what we're thinking about. Right. Yeah. Philippians 4, 8. Whatever, mm-hmm. Think on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, et cetera, et cetera. And I think that is one of the hardest things for me, at least, is to think about what I'm thinking about yeah. is because I can get to lunchtime and be having a crummy day and think, I don't even know why, why I'm having a crummy day. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just because I've let my thoughts get away with mm-hmm. me and I've not given, put in the, the mental workout to say, all right, why am I thinking this? Why am I here? Why am I, you know, is it any number of things and drill that journaling really helps me with yes. that Yep. because I'll say things on paper that I won't ever say with my mouth. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why if something happens to me, y'all go burn all my blank books. Um, the ones that you, aren't girl. blank. Right, yes, the ones that aren't blank. How, how, many, how many books you got in your I It's journals. probably, I, I'm probably 20, 30 maybe. Yeah. And, and probably got as yeah. as much in my head to feel 20 or 30 more. But so therapeutic, so yeah. healthy for you to get those thoughts out and not just drive them down. Yeah. And like what you said, Carol, like middle of the day, it's mm-hmm. hitting you. Why have I had such a bad day? Mm-hmm. I have to start the day. Yeah. I have oh, to yeah. start the day with the right thoughts. Yeah. Because if I let it get away from me at the beginning of the day, then it will be the middle of the day and I'm having the worst mm-hmm. day ever. And I, yeah. and I doubt everything and I question everything and I... And I've already condemned myself and everyone else I know. And yeah. it's just awful. <laughs> so, Condemn you and you and yes. you and all of you. It's like, yeah. you get a new car. No. Yeah. yeah. So it's. And, um, and here's another start. thing. Yeah. I mean, I, we were talking about this before we, we started this podcast, but I am the master, like the master at deflecting. Mm. So explain what that means. Well, to, for, for me, it means like if I see y'all in the hallway and I don't make eye contact, Y'all know now, mm. 
like I need to go make eye contact yeah. or something's up. And and even if I like work real hard not to make eye contact, um, sometimes I will deflect with humor. So y'all say, how you doing? I'm like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll come up with some big grand story to tell you that kind of takes the attention off where I'm at. And if you're good at that, you're my people because we're good at And I'm naturally, I I was, I really do believe I was born an entertainer. I mean, I've just been doing that my whole life. But, and that brings me joy, but there are times when it's dangerous because I use it to deflect and to not have those conversations is not go deep with people. Mm. Um, I'm so blessed to have people like y'all, and I have some other friends in my life who will call me on the carpet, and I have a great counselor who will say, that is a load of bull, mm. and what's going on in your world? Mm. And and sometimes it takes going a little deeper and, and being willing. And, and I think part of that is, I mean, I have some major trust issues in my life. I don't think it's any, any secret to y'all, you know, and, and I want to know that people are going to continue with me yes. because yeah. if yeah. they really right. knew what's going on in my head, and I right. think that's one of the problems in church too, as we go back to that, is if you, th- you, th- you think if, if people really knew what was going on in my head, they wouldn't want me in their Bible study. They wouldn't want me in their small group. They wouldn't want me in their church. They wouldn't want me. Yeah. No, you know? and what actually is they will see themselves in you. Yeah. We have got to, got to, got to start creating safe places mm-hmm. yes. for us to be able to share and be really vulnerable and transparent and authentic and say the hard stuff yeah. in a place where somebody's going to say, hey, I hear you. Yeah. You know, I'm listening and I struggle with hard stuff, too. And and here's the thing, too. I, and I don't know about y'all, but I'll just say from my own experience, oftentimes it's not that I need you to tell me what to do. I have already figured out what I need to do. I just need to say it out loud right. and process through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And have an ear that will listen. Because I think so many times in relationships with girlfriends, we think we got to have the one, two, three ready to go. And like we got to have the plan and we got to help because we're, we're nurturers and we're helpers and we want to we want to do everything we can for the people that we love. But a lot of times I don't need that. And that actually irritates me and pushes me away. Mm-hmm. If you do that, I just need to say it. You know, mm-hmm. I just need to say it out loud. Here it is. Lay it all out on the table. And you just go. I love oh, you anyway. I love right. you. I'm with you. I love you. Yeah. Permission. Because it's just permission to feel and be who you are in, yeah. in that moment. Yeah. But but also encouragement to find um, maybe a promise in God's word to hold yeah. on to yeah. or encouragement oh, yeah. to go yeah. back to your faith or encouragement to do something else. But but yes, the first step is you're okay. Yeah. You're okay. Mm-hmm. And I love you mm-hmm. just yeah. the way you yeah. are. And you are not yeah. alone. Yeah. And Absolutely. you are not alone. And this is a safe place, creating safe places, mm-hmm. yep. a confidential place. I think that's one of the reasons that this has been so, the Girl Talk podcast has been, um, you know, it, it started as just <laughs> just something that we, we wanted to try. We had no idea the kind of relationships we'd have with you and the the things you would share with us. I mean, we, I can't even tell you the number of emails that we have gotten that have just absolutely leveled me, brought me to tears because... Um, we've been just open and honest about things. Yeah. That's what we want to create here is a place for you to do that. But we also want to encourage you to build that in your own community. Yes. Because the three of us mm-hmm. can't, you know, be everywhere that you are. We wish we could. Mm-hmm. They ever come away with the to do that, you know, Star Trek, beam us up to <laughs> wherever you are, then we'd love to do that. But 
we also realize that one of the important things in life that we as women need is community where we live. You need to, you know, have some mamas come around you if you have babies or if you're single, you need some singles to come on. You even need some married couples to come around you if you're single. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, whatever dynamic is where you live, we want you to build those things in your own right. communities because that's what it's going to take for the long haul right. for other people. godly women to yeah. do life with. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anything else? I could go on and on, but I'm a little bit well, afraid, I'm a little bit afraid of all us. the eye contact going on in here. Well, I think God gives us <laughs> what we need, but he gives it to us in different ways. Right. It's, I mean, maybe it's a counselor who's yeah. going to help you and point you back to what God um, wants you to know. Yeah. Um, maybe it's a song. Maybe it's choosing to worship in the middle of the worst moments, but... But he does give us what we need. But right. don't be ashamed to reach out. Mm-hmm. I, I heard Beth Moore, I think it was, say years ago, victory begins with a cry for help. Yes. So if you are hurting today, your victory begins when you raise your hand and say, hey, I need help. Yeah. I, I need somebody to talk to. I need, you know, I feel like, especially after the pandemic, I mean, we all were forced into roles that we weren't ready to play, you know, I mean, like so with homeschooling, true. my daughter always said she wanted to be homeschooled after the pandemic. She's like, man, I'm glad you didn't make that choice That's right, <laughs> because you would have been a hard teacher and I would not have liked you. And I was like, well, what's different about that? You're a teenager. Um, but, uh, you know, those kinds of roles that we've been forced into, we were all, you know, in the same space for so long and, and, and life was so different. And so I think maybe some of those challenges are still we're seeing the residual effects of mm-hmm. that. So people are having a hard time re-entering. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I we should that. talk about some resources. So okay. Focus on the Family obviously has a very good access to um, different counselors, good resource on their website. So I don't know if you've ever uh, gone through that, that process, but what happens is when you call their hotline, they have somebody who will talk to you right then. But they also identify where you're at. So they're really not set up to counsel people over the phone or, or they hadn't been until, you know, I'm not sure exactly what they do now, but, but they will talk you through whatever it is and kind of assess your need. And then they will refer you to people who actually live in your area who can lay eyes on you. And so that's, that's how their program is set up. There are a ton of great Christian counselors in our area. Um, actually, if you just go on the internet and type in Christian counselors, um, for your zip code or wherever you are, um, it'll come up with with some resources. But don't be afraid to go get help and talk to somebody because I think we all, you know, when they call a timeout on the basketball court, they all go over and consult the coach, right? Mm-hmm. They need somebody to tell them what the game plan is. Same way in life, we need sometimes mm-hmm. a timeout to say, I need somebody to look at this unemotionally and help me figure mm-hmm. out what the best course of action is. I think there's great wisdom in asking mm-hmm. for help. I really do. I've I been used in to therapy, think, oh, I have sure. too. I've been in therapy enough for all of us. <laughs> but, um, but I used to think that, oh, only, you know, crazy people went to therapy. And I've been crazy all my life, so I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. <laughs> but, um, but asking for help is one of the wisest things that you can do. Mm-hmm. Whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in, you know, your single life, whether, whatever, whatever you're, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're, relationship is in trouble or that you are in trouble it just means that you need some help Mm -hmm. so do that take advantage of I think there are more resources now through companies who are realizing the impact that the pandemic has had on people so there's more resources now to take care of Mm -hmm. your mental health than ever before so reach out and help one of the best parts about therapy because I used to I, I I've got a little bit of a background in it um, is that they're going to help you hear what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And that is, that's what it's about. Right. Yeah. 
they're not going to give you ideas. They're going to say, I hear you say that you have no idea what to do next or Mm -hmm. that you don't feel supported or you're not sure if you're loved or whatever it is. But they're going to help you hear what you're saying. Because we can't always hear what we're saying. And or also, if we're not saying it, we're not hearing it. Right. And also get down to the root yeah. of, like, the, the base of what that is. Yeah. Like, what you may be saying, it, it, it may not be those exact words. Yes. But it'll help you get to Dig. the roots. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And maybe for you, counseling is too much right now. Yeah. Maybe you just need somebody to pray with you. Yeah. The Billy Graham Evangelistic right. Association prayer line, we'll put that in the show notes. Yep. For you, there's a great phone number you can call somebody there 24 hours a day who can pray with you yeah um great resource absolutely absolutely what about books do you guys have any book recommendations Ooh, i i do uh, let's let's put the i, I can't I, the search for significance by robert mm-hmm. mcgee is a good one uh, that one was really formative in helping me understand who i was and how that played into um i, I didn't <laughs> I'm drawing a blank right now, but that yeah, was yeah. a good one for I me. I know this. Get out of your head. Get out of your head. Jenny, Jenny Allen. Allen. Yeah, that's one, one of my favorites. Yeah. I just started reading that. Yeah, so and then I, Louis Giglio just wrote that new book. I haven't read it yet, but no, don't, don't, don't let the enemy have a seat at your table. table. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. He always has great stuff, and he wrote, actually wrote Giants Must Fall. It's about his struggle with depression and anxiety. Oh, mm. yeah. And that's a that's even a Bible study. Um, we did that a couple years ago here. Yeah, yeah. So, um, really good. It's a really good one. So there are all sorts of resources available. Um, we just don't want you to be afraid. Number one, to talk about it, get the help that you need. We, you have our full support and we will hold your hand through every step of it Mm -hmm. because we love you Mm -hmm. so much. And once again, we just want to see you live out the abundant life that God has already paid for, for you through his son, Jesus. And, uh, we love you and appreciate you being a part of this podcast. We want you to get the help that you need. We'll do anything we can to help you get the help you need. And we're going to be here talking about the hard stuff to help you get to the place where you'll ask for help. Right. That's right. And we love Absolutely. you. Love you so much. <laughs> want to say thank you to our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee for their sponsorship of season five of the Girl Talk podcast. And we'll see you right back here next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast. Mm-hmm.